This podcast is protected under the laws of the United States and other countries. Unauthorized duplication, distribution, or exhibition may result in civil liability, criminal prosecution, and the wrath of the tall man. (laughs) Boy! This is Cool Movies Darth here with my content warning uh, for this episode. I don't really find too much offensive about what I'm going to say. It's just that I stumble over my words quite a bit because these movies with the exception of Groupie, are primarily from the 80s. That was uh, Mark L. Lester's heyday, obviously with Commando being his biggest hit. What I'm saying is that these movies don't really have a lot of representation, so it's easy to slip up and not be able to relate to other individuals, and I think that shows in Mark L. Lester's work. That's all I have right now. Enjoy the show. Little Hand says it's time to rock and roll. Bring the noise. Welcome to 90 for Chill, the podcast. Again, this is your host, Cool Movies Darth. Russ Stevens might be the easier way to search me out on the internet. Either way, my letterbox is username CM Darth, and my Twitter handle is at CatBusRuss. And this week, not having a guest, I decided to... Well, honestly, it was kind of serendipity, I suppose, with Netflix DVD sending me Mark L. Lester's Class of 1999, which I don't believe has the same legendary reputation as his 1982 feature, Class of 1984, but because of that reputation of Class of 1984 as an exploitation movie, especially playing on the paranoia that these kids are getting too violent, I obviously purchased it when it was cheap enough on iTunes. I got around to watching Class of 1984. I finished up Class of 1999 last night. So I think with groupie a film i watched last year from ali accessory shop on etsy trash feature reviews that you know what let's just give the guy a show just a few hours ago i dropped an abbreviated version of my podcast with michael dubois about 1985's commando which i think i declared the greatest or at least the first good bad action movie of all time you can see in at least the class of 1984-1999, just the chaotic nature he embraces. And not so much with Groupie, but we'll just get into that pretty shortly, I guess. There is wide availability for guest spots, especially for next week. So if you want to be on the show, send an email to russthebus07 at gmail.com. That's R-U-S-S-T-H-E-B-U-S-07 at gmail.com. Offer me a movie, a theme, a director, an actor. We just have to keep the movie under 1 hour, 39 minutes, and 59 seconds. So if you need suggestions, you can always follow me on Twitter again. That's at CatBusRuss, at C-A-T-B-U-S-R-U-S-S. You know what? If we can come up with something with dinosaurs, I think that'd be ideal. But I digress. Please give us those five-star reviews on your favorite podcast apps. You want to talk trash about the podcast? Again, send that to at CatBusRuss. I'm sure your criticism is going to be more fun than dealing with gun nuts and... Johnny Depp fans, so 
With that, did I lose my audience in the first four minutes? We will find out. But thanks again for checking out 90 for Chill, the podcast. And thanks, Sasha Harden, for keeping me rolling, keeping me going on, and just helping everybody that you touched in your life. So look forward to talking to you next week. Thanks again for coming to 90 for Chill, the podcast. The fans wanted a night to remember. For Riley Sims, it was a night she would never forget. You said you wanted to put the Dark Knights back on top. I'll do whatever it takes. If the band is great again, no one will care about the past. With the band back on the road, Riley made her move. She would do anything. Well, if you're not a songwriter, then what the hell are you? A muse. She's just on a road whore trying to get it on with a lead singer, brother. To be the band's favorite groupie and take them down one by one. Denise! She means nothing to me. How would you stay the hell out of my life? Shut up. You're next. Travis, are you ready to give them what they want? Get your kicks, get your kicks, sugar, get your kicks. I don't mind. Get your kicks, get your kicks, sugar, get your kicks. You ought to kill me. I'm the one that came up with the idea. Those were death masks. And when your death mask is finished, justice will be served. Groupie from American World Pictures. So I just concluded watching Groupie by director Mark L. Lester, who you may know from such action classics as Arnold Schwarzenegger in Commando and... Brendan Lee versus Dolph Lundgren. The movie was called Showdown in Little Tokyo. Those are great action movies and tacky ones at that. I mean, the body count commando, the fish out of water type story inversed in Showdown in Little Tokyo. Fun movies. Now, Groupie could have been fun, which is saying something because I think it was pretty much stretching its viability for being a story inspired by the Great White Fire, Concert Fire. Great White, once been twice shot. Now, the acting is acceptable, I think, in this case. Eric Roberts yeah, is phoning it in, but hey, associate producer credit, can't knock it. Tara Manning is good in the role, despite it's not really a coy nature to her uh, as the groupie. What it lacks is just a willingness to be over the top. And I think uh, Mark Lester's team from looking over his IMDb and such has become a Roger Corbin type just producing movies. And he's taking advantage of CGI and its cheap effects, which totally makes this even feel more disingenuous. No bloody, no gore, no real horror involved. Just a lifetime movie with a few cuts for commercials. Somebody would eat this up. Unfortunately, I'm not, and it's kind of sad to see where he's fallen. Class of 1984, their only goal is power. I run this school, man. Their only law is survival. If you want to survive around here, you have got to learn to look the other way. Their only allegiance is to themselves. 
still believe in all that bullshit that holds it together. I pledge allegiance. Otherwise, you should have done me right. Like this. Hey, look what he's done, man. He tried to kill me. Somebody's got to stop this insanity. Well, you simply cannot afford to fail this class. Now, what is the answer? <gasps> I am the future. I am the future. But you've taught before, and nothing like this has ever happened. All right, I gotta deal with it. Who's gonna protect you? He's one man trained to deal with students, but they've pushed him to the limit. They've gone too far. Now he's going to give the class of 1984 the lesson they deserve. <laughs> class of 1984, is this the future? So I've just concluded watching Mark L. Lester's Class of 1984, a cult movie about the worst high school in America and the teacher, the music teacher, who's going to try changing it all. I think it's a statement, again, of, from the it's definitely an 80s exploitation film in the sense that it's playing off of our fears of the youth. Doesn't matter what color because these white kids are running the trashy ghetto school. So it's funny how we didn't really take the time. I mean... I guess it's not funny because at least at least we can relate to I I don't know I guess the audience can relate to white on white violence don't want to get too insensitive I suppose it's a brief movie only one hour 38 minutes but it's a very slow build to our finale which kind of is the exploitation we really wanted I mean you get a lot of violence Roddy McDowell is a plays a teacher who eventually resorts to teaching his class at gunpoint you get some crazy stuff on this build but it really should just be a lot faster i think this is the guy who directed commando i guess this kind of laid the groundwork for that then in a sense that okay let's speed things up let's just get right to the action and same thing i'd say with showdown in little tokyo so it's a fun movie because it's trauma with some class, in all honesty. This is not too far removed from class of Nukem High, where, again, the teacher's doing a slow build, but you get some really just tacky, crazy stuff throughout. And here you get a great performance, I think, from Tim Van Patten as Stegman, the sociopathic genius, maybe a prototype for Cyrus the Virus from Con Air. Minions are fun. Michael J. Fox, young Michael J. Fox, is good in the feature. It's just, you got to be in the mood for this kind of uh, fair. And again, I always laugh when the Directors Guild of America petitioned the MPAA to create the NC-17 rating to replace the X. And one of those artistic geniuses was Mark L. Lester, who's now pretty much just another Roger Corman. Superman!
And when I wrote that review for my YouTube account, the account is Ty Durden. That's T-H-A-I-D-U-R-D-E-N. The never realized wrestling gimmick that I was first assigned. I stopped and immediately right in the description. It was kind of like, oh man, I really just needed to take more time and let Class of 1984 breathe. Because in the end... It is a pretty solid work, and I'm sorry to pick on Markel Lester, at least 1982 Markel Lester, and he had another good 10 years in him. I mean, Showdown in Little Tokyo is just the movie that got me to B-Fest. So with all that said, I am thinking, well, I shouldn't say thinking, I just got to stay up late enough. I'm going to drop a... Night 3 for Markel Lester Week with an abbreviated version of my podcast with Gregory Carl that covered both Bloodsport and Showdown Little Tokyo, which I still deem is the greatest DVD multi-pack I've ever possessed. So with that all said, let's go and close it out with The Class of 1999. In 1998, six million violent incidents took place in American high schools, including 29,927 teacher fatalities. The public school system has been reduced to a battlefield. But the Board of Education has just found a solution. The perfect solution. You're next, Mr. Cope. For the class of 1999. What are you? The class of 1999. These androids were supposed to educate the students. Battle droids, Miles. Battle droids. To graduate is to survive. And I've just concluded the class of 1999, a loose sequel to Mark L. Lester's class of 1984. This one is just crazy in general. As uh, Class 1984, which I think in my last video I didn't quite pay it the respect it deserved. Because when you stop and really think about what you just watched with that feature, it's basically the killing joke before Alan Moore ever wrote it. It's a lot, If you take it that way, it's a lot of fun just trying to drive an idealistic teacher crazy with a genius psychopath. And the finale speaks for itself. Class of 1999... The plot is that schools have gotten worse. Now they don't even let the police intervene. Around certain schools, there are fire-free zones, meaning enter at your own peril. But Malcolm McDowell decides that with the assistance of Megacore, use cyborg teachers to discipline the children and educate them finally. What it turns out, though, is... They're former military robots, and they're basically going to give you the learn-or-die option, and they are first going to go and take out all the gangs on their own through lots of uh, art-of-war kind of stuff. It's got ridiculous special effects, which are a lot of fun, in all honesty. It ends up being the Terminator by the last act, and just a year later, Terminator 2 is released, so it's a nice end to practical effects, at least when it comes to cyborgs. I mean, it, the story's just so crazy. It was great. It had to have been great uh, Cinemax flair uh, fair back in the uh, 90s. All I can really fault it for is the quality of the film doesn't look great, but it was from Vestron videos. I mean, Vestron pictures. So that's to be expected. 
So it's sloppy, but you know, once you get to this entire concept of robot teachers trying to start gang wars, you just can't help but watch and wonder. So a lot of fun, not Lester's best and definitely not the most meaningful feature. And, you know, doing my research, I found out there's a sequel to this one, Class 99 Part 2, or The Substitute, with the uh, goofy guy from Step by Step and Kickboxers 2, 3, and 4. Hey, I know what's going on in my queue. This is just uh, crazy fun, and at 90 minutes, what uh, do you got to lose? Can I hear a wahoo?